the attraction podcast that goes from room to room. Take a hyper detailed ride through to make your dreams come true. Joy, love, family, we're really into Disney. Ride through, ride through, Welcome, everyone of all stripes, of all abilities, to the Ride Through Pavilion podcast. This is the podcast that takes you on a hyper detailed ride through of your favorite Disney World attraction so you can, no matter where you are, experience that magic. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Jeremy. I'm Amy. I'm Fiona. And somewhere around the house here is Liam. Liam is our special needs adult son, and uh, he loves, loves, loves going to Disney World uh, and uh, so many things that he loves about the park and the park, Kusa, but uh, he's not always, uh, well, he's not able to express that on microphone, so we make sure that we do that for him. However, this week... I got to say, I don't, right. I don't think we're going to hear from Liam very much no. because, uh, yeah, this is Liam just... Liam has an awesome time in the gift shop waiting for rider swap. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, this just is this is a little bit too much for him. Yeah. Physically. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, all right. Well, hey, listen, before we get started, we uh, need to take care of just a few, uh, a few things. Number one, so we got to give a shout out to this week's sponsor... And this week's sponsor is moving around a little bit. You know, there's no technical problem on flight of passage that can't be fixed by moving around a little bit. Moving around a little bit. So, there you go. I, th- I That's true. Guys, I counted five times. They say in, in, in the flight of passage, in Animal Kingdom, Pandora, flight of passage, in the, in the pre-show, they say, move around a little bit five times. Wow. Yeah. Well, they don't want you getting any blood clots in your legs. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's thoughtful of them. It's it's funny though. So here's my favorite one though is when you get into the second room. So so you've you've especially in the first room if you've had a problem like when they're stalling, they actually like do the whole scanning thing again. Mm-hmm. And then they say it yet again, move around a little bit. So at that point, you've, you've done the moving around a little bit four times. When you get into the second room, right before you actually get into the attraction, he says, everybody line up and look at me. And if you can't see me, just just move a little bit. And people are so used to like waving their arms or like, you know, doing the actual moving around a little bit. They stand there and they don't just step to the side so they could see over the person in front of them. They actually start flailing their arms. I enjoy seeing that. <laughs> so great sponsor, in my opinion. Um, so hey, listen. Thank you. Moving around a little bit. Yes, thank you. Um, so let's see. Uh, we also last week, um, in, well, two weeks ago, but in our last ride through episode, we introduced a new segment called Magic Moments, and this was where we just are trying to encourage everybody. Hey, let us know what are these great moments, these great stories that you have from going to Disney World. Uh, we certainly have our share. I mean, we return because we feel like um, we feel the magic. I mean, essentially, and so. We know that's uh, no exception for a lot of you people, and so uh, we we went ahead and set up a phone number and, and encouraged people to call in and just give us a voicemail, let us know what their magic moment is. So this week, we have our first caller, and this is, uh, well, it sounds like we're really going to go live, but we're not. <laughs> this is recorded from our voicemail, but uh, this is this is from Shauna, and she let us know uh, it's a pretty fun, pretty fun memory that she had, so let's take a listen. Hi, Ride Through Pavilion. It is Shauna Mooney. So I am calling to share. I actually thought of two very happy, magical stories I have uh, related to Walt Disney World, which I am also a huge, big fan of. The first one, after my now husband and I got engaged, of course, you're getting married. What are you going to do? We went to Walt Disney World. So we went to one of the first um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas parties, and the crowds were so low that when we got off of of Space Mountain, a cast member approached us and said, hey, do you want to ride it again? And we're like, of course, yes. And he took us backstage, and we ended up riding Space Mountain, I mean, it may have been 10 times in a row. It was awesome. 
and then another just kind of random little magic moment. Uh, we went to buy some ice cream from one of the little carts. We were actually right near Cinderella Castle. And we go to pay, and the cast member says, oh, I'm so sorry, my, my credit card is, machine isn't working, so it's on the mouse. Like, is that not the cutest phrase ever? It's on the mouse. So those are my two happy memories that came to mind, but I do just love Disney World and all things Disney because they really do try to make everything magic, just as you guys do. So thanks for letting me share. You can find me on Instagram, Shauna Mooney. Thank you, Shauna. That was exactly what we were looking for. Uh, that just put a smile on our face. So we do appreciate you sharing that moment for sure i i love that uh i love when you get that when you get a cast member they see the button um you know um and and they say hey you want to we see you're celebrating something you want to go again um that's just fantastic that's what it's all about so hey fiona if people want to leave us their magic moment stories what can they do they can call this number uh six seven eight six five three two zero two zero again that is six seven eight six five three two zero two zero <laughs> thanks beautiful i know it's just so weird it's, you rarely hear an actual phone number given out <laughs> these days <laughs> that's true it's mm. strange unless you're going to order like uh something off tv tv off tv off the tv <laughs> all right hey before we go on our ride through of i just did we say? Yeah, you did. You, I you just jumped it. I but stepped it's okay. on Fiona's. Did Fiona. you say it? I don't remember. Well. Did we? If we no. did. It could still now be a mystery. We can. Now we can't. Here Fiona, we just remind the people what, uh, or remind them or tell them for the first time. Who knows? We're doing things out of order this time. What is the ride that we are going to be doing a ride through of this week? Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. Wow. Love, love, love it. Okay. Well, listen, I'm excited to go. We got to get over to Asia. Here we go. So we're in the ride-through pavilion now. We got to get over to Asia. Why don't we we head on over, and while we do, why don't we stop by the uh the refreshment port that uh, that we've newly installed in the um in the pavilion what do you what do you think about that i think that sounds like a marvelous let's idea. do it then Ooh. oh whoops that was the wrong music cue <sighs> people i try i really do um so let's go to the refreshment port <laughs> <laughs> here we go uh okay let's walk over there Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Why are we going to the refreshment port? Or the, the refreshment port? It's because we, we like to enjoy uh, a cocktail and a mocktail while we talk about and while we go through this ride-through every single week. Yes. Uh, this week is no exception. And um, and so we, we actually like to theme these drinks. That's the fun part of all this is we mm-hmm. get to theme these drinks to the actual ride that we're talking about. And so we have uh, we have two really great drinks uh, for, for the adults for amy and i uh we have a cocktail and it's actually a beer cocktail yes it's is called it? uh happily everest after yes. is what we've called it now it is made with golden monkey and an orange cream ale yes well the- it's actually cal yeah cal- cali creamin okay it's, yeah it's a it's a cream ale okay mm-hmm. but uh while this is not something that you can necessarily get at the park, you can get golden monkeys at yeah. the park, and they are quite delicious. Triple Belgium, yes, Belgium triples, yeah, and they're they're delicious. delicious, and and it is the best for those keeping score at home. It is the best value for beer in the park for sure. It is, and a, it's just right out. It's in Asia, outside of Everest. Right, it's the Thirsty River Bar there. There you go, and uh, fantastic drink. But we've uh, just plussed yeah, it. Yeah, we wanted to, we wanted to do something a little, a little special plus, with it. So plussing. Great. Hey, Fiona, what about you? Well, if you were sad to hear that you couldn't get their drink at the park, you can get mine at the park. Ooh. At the Thirsty River Bar, is that what it is? Well, it's called the Flying Yak, and it's non-alcoholic, and it's got pineapple juice, mango puree, and coconut water, mm. and it's like a a freezy type thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that Flush. sounds delicious. Yeah, it is. 
For all of you who'd like to connect with us on social media, we have a Pinterest page called at Ride Through Pavilion. Not, it's not called that. That's where it's found. Right. And then um, <laughs> our Instagram is at Ride Through Pavilion. Our Twitter is at Ride Through Pod. So connect with us. Connect. Join the conversation. Hashtag people want to talk about Disney. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just, I don't know. I was just right. jumping right on that yeah. uh, social call to action. Wow. From uh, 2010. <laughs> All right. Without any further ado, we are ready to go to Asia and Animal Kingdom and ride on the incredible, the humongous, the impressive, the fun, <laughs> just fun, <laughs> Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. Oh. Hi, Ride Through Pavilion. It is fun. <laughs> oh, he's got to keep track of you his guys, buttons, y'all. I didn't label it this I didn't label it this week. I got cocky. I didn't label it this week. Mm, mm, That'll do mm, it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's let's try this again. The really fun Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden no. Mountain. That's what's supposed to happen. I can't believe I hit the wrong button twice in one oh, episode. Man. I'm leaving it in though. This do is it. what we do. This is this is us. This is what Flaws we do. Amy, go ahead before we jump on this ride, before we jump in the line actually. Let us know. Tell us about the description. Careen through the icy Himalayan peaks on a speeding train while avoiding the clutches of the mythic Yeti. Yeti or not, here we come. Or here he comes, excuse me. (laughs) Yeti or not, here we come. (laughs) Put you on notice, Yeti. (laughs) Guys, that... uh, I don't like that. I don't like that either. Oh, you guys. It's so punny. It is. I love puns, but not that one. <laughs> mm. uh, some quick stats. The It's in uh, the Asia section of Animal Kingdom. The opening date was April 7th, 2006. That's the official opening date. I do believe it had a soft open uh, in January of 2006. It is a steel coaster. It is a chain lift hill system. The height of the whole structure is 199.5 feet. It is the tallest mountain in the in all of the parks uh it has an 80 foot drop uh, the length of the track is 4424 feet it reaches top speeds of 50 miles an hour which is not the fastest in the park no i guess not no Mm-mm. it's not uh and then uh, it has a duration of two minutes and 50 seconds with a g-force clocking in do you clock in a g-force you measure it i don't know, I don't know. but it's 3.0 uh, g's yeah I don't know. And oh, science. And then uh, height, the height restriction is 44 inches. Fiona, tell us about the accessibility Wait, information. Yeah, I want to say something. Yeah, 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 yeah. The drop on Splash Mountain's shorter than that, right? Isn't it 50 mm-hmm. feet? Wow, that yeah. one feels a lot worse. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, you must transfer from a wheelchair slash ECV. Due to the nature of the experience, service animals are not permitted on this attraction. All right. They do have dog crates. I have seen this on the ride. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. I'm just the picturing thought- someone holding their dog on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is funny. Okay, so as we approach um, Expedition Everest, the attraction, we find ourselves um, on the outside of, of um, Asia in, in Animal Kingdom. In fact, as we approach, we find ourselves on the outskirts of um, Anandapur, and that's, that's not what that's, I'm going to stick with that pronunciation, <laughs> even though I'm not sure that's exactly it, in a little village called Zerkazong, built in the shadows of the Forbidden Mountain, which is the gateway to Mount Everest. Now, directly in front of us, we see the main building. Uh, and this used to be part, this is a series of buildings that, that uh, used to be part of a tea plantation called the Royal Anandapur Tea Company. Are you going to laugh every time I say that? <laughs> oh, boy. 
And this company uh, previously used to ship its tea by train from Zerkazong through the Forbidden Mat, uh, Forbidden Mountain Pass. However, the plantation has since shut down due to mysterious circumstances, reportedly having to do with the legendary Yeti. Um, so now these buildings now um, house the Himalayan escapes tours and expeditions which is now using this uh this using the uh, tea train the the train that used to to transport the tea uh all the buildings all the stuff has been repurposed for this new himalayan escapes tours and expeditions company so that's the that's the story what's incredible is that there's so much more backstory to this like i left a ton of it out to save it for our companion episode next week and the backstory stuff is so fun to watch too so if you have a chance you should not only listen to our podcast about it because it's going to be excellent. Yeah. <laughs> but you should also look it up on YouTube because there's some great historical footage. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. There's some really cool stuff. So, um, and so when we, when we're standing there, um, we see right in front of the building before we go in, uh, we see to our left, we see the marquee for it. Now it's not this metal sign. It's not the typical, it's, it's actually a rock formation and it has a banner on it that's hung on there that, that says Expedition Everest. Uh, but it also has warning signs. Mm-hmm. That would have that have been posted by the locals because uh, Yeti has apparently been um, causing trouble, protecting the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then we also see prayer flags. And there's there's also like totem like um, altar. Well, altar, just like no. just idols, idols, and to- yeah, yeah um, all around, just beautifully carved, yes. like just amazing. It's 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 cool the different interpretations of the Yeti alone. And then we see prayer flags being hung as well everywhere. And these are those those pendants, those those banners that are that you outside see. also in the in the courtyard outside of Everest. Yeah, and you actually see them everywhere as you go mm-hmm. through. Through Asia. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then in the distance we see to the right, we actually see uh, a ransacked temple up on a mountain, and then beyond that we actually see the Forbidden Mountain Pass. And then there, in the very furthest distance of this structure, we do see, uh, we do see Mount Everest. So I think it's important to note uh, that we are actually not going to take a train to Everest looking for the Yeti. We are actually getting on a train to the base camp mm-hmm. of Everest, and uh, we need to pass through the Forbidden Mountain Pass on our way there. And we've been warned, and we'll be repeatedly warned, that the Yeti could, could be, be encountered. Mm-hmm. So, we, if you have your fast pass, you enter in through the right. You uh, there at the tap style. You just go, and then there's a very short line. You presumably have all the supplies that you need. You're prepared to go on this because you booked your uh, trip ahead of time. However, if you don't have a fast pass and you need to book your trip now, and so you go in through the left, and you, the first uh, the first place you go to, the first room you get to when you enter this building, is the booking office, and uh, it's uh, just like everything else in this attraction. It is heavily themed with authentic. Uh, items from uh from from the himalayas and uh you know i i love I mean, it because i doubt if the board of tours is authentic but it looks seemingly right authentic. right exactly it's selling the story for sure but you see it's an it's a booking office you see uh this 1940s television which i think is cool you see this old printer and computer from the 1990s early 1990s which every well maybe not everybody but i definitely had one of these desktops. Yeah. And that's one thing I heard an Imagineer say, like everything in Asia is supposed to be present day. Um, it's not supposed to be stuck in time, you know? Mm. Um, so perhaps it doesn't have all the amenities that we're used to, top. but it does have in, you know, like when you pass by that, you see uh, in the women's, the women's restroom, that building that houses that it like, you know, it looks like an internet cafe and mm. um, it's just supposed to really be modern times. Okay. Um, and so that's the booking office, and um, and so then when you move out of that after you get your 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 expedition booked, uh, you go into the courtyard. Now you're just kind of going through the village on your way to the to the uh, train uh, boarding station, I guess. And uh, so in and, this, and all of the bushes around this area in the courtyard are all tea bushes. 
Yes, or they're they're supposed to look like it, or they actually are. I don't know. I think Hmm, they are. Well, it says specifically not to pick any, but maybe we should pick two or three. And then analyze it. And analyze it. Dry it and see if we can't make tea out of it. Yeah. I do think it's, I do think that's cool. I didn't, if if you can, I didn't, if, if those are (laughs) truly tea bushes, then that's cool. Because I didn't know you could, yeah, I didn't know you could grow them. I don't know if I want to drink tea from those tea leaves. I bet children's hands have been all over it. Well, you clean them <laughs> yeah but like how clean can that tea be after being touched by a lot well of then children? it would be boiled uh, well you would dry it first there's a whole mm. process that would kill any bacteria but can it <laughs> so when we're out in the the courtyard we see uh we see kind of what what looks like a, a a village that perhaps is uh, is on hard times. It's uh, you know there's kind of a like a a, a dried up not a creek but uh, you know I mean something that looked like water may have once flowed through there. We see statues and figures of the yetis. We see more prayer flags hanging around, and then we see of course like like prayer cups and valuables and offerings and kind of being. If you are a parent, <clears throat> excuse me, um, with with heavy pockets of change. This is a place where you can offload a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, and it it's a cause sometimes can be a long wait, so it's a great place to create games of like throwing the quarters into the cups yep. and different things like that. And that's 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 precisely what has ended up happening, especially once you get into our next structure in in line, which is the Yeti Mandir. Now, a Mandir is a temple that is built for a, a deity in the center of the village. This one, of course, is built for uh, to pay homage and to to um, you know, to honor the, the Yeti, protector of the mountain. And um, it is loaded with tons of wood carvings. I mean, if you can really stop and look around in this thing, it's it's really cool. And this is very this is all like handcrafted in Nepal. They brought it out, you know, and and, and put it together here. It's all very authentic. Uh, but as we're going around, uh, we see off to our left a bronze statue. It's covered in offering of money and fruit and jewelry and valuables and prayer cups and and, and all that. Um, very cool. I just love it with every incarnation or 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 depiction, I should say, mm-hmm. of the yeti. It, it's just fantastic to see the diversity there. It's so cool. Um, but to our to there there when you're in the the mandir, there's that middle section that you kind of wrap around uh, as you're heading into the supply shop. But uh, right there in the middle, you do you see you see another altar. You see, uh, and that that thing gets just loaded down with money, and that's a really good place to to uh to 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 uh toss your change in there too. Uh, I, I think they actually had like. Himalayan money or like you know mm. from from it, yeah and uh, I think that just made people think oh I'll throw my money there too mm. and then yeah like you said it does become kind of a game because there's so many different surfaces on which to get the money to yeah stay and stuff kind of mm-hmm. like small world where there's different levels of surfaces mm-hmm. and that money gets scooped up occasionally and put into the uh, the wildlife fund cool yeah uh so moving on then we we find ourselves then into another richly themed area uh the trek and tongba shop and this is that supply shop where we see tons of supplies including cans and dishes and crampons and ropes and sleeping bags and backpacks and different different packs uh we see the shopkeeper's cot and his stove there um Hmm. it is you know he lives there yeah uh that's great a lot Uh, like frozen yeah yeah sure yeah that's right and then uh sure (laughs) and then uh we see like pictures of the king and queen and just all sorts of of uh small details like that that just really sell it then we move into uh, we move into the Yeti Museum. Now, this is an old tea drying room from the old uh, tea company. It's been converted into a museum. And when you're looking around, if you look up, you can actually see the, these big, giant kerosene lanterns that uh, would have at one point been used to dry the tea. Um, as you're going around, um, you know, you still see the original tea company sign as well. Um, you, we see... Um, 
we see you know castings and carvings and images and photos um, all around. I mean, this is such an interesting room. It's always just a shame if if the um, line's going fast. It's, it's well, yeah, and, and I mean, it's never a shame when the line is going fast, I guess. But it's 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 really they give you enough to look at here. And me personally, I'm obsessed with Yeti and Bigfoot. I just I love that, as do a lot of people. But what's interesting is there's a lot of artifacts from the different, um, you know, from that region that they brought over. And it's all very authentic. And so they really sell you on it. And once you get into this Yeti Museum, I feel like um, you really start to feel like you're seeing proof of, of like the Yeti's existence, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you kind of really buy into this idea. That um, this may be actually real. happening Maybe this is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Um, Nothing sells that better at the point that they put in that mystery of the lost expedition where they have that broken tent and they have the chewed up camera and canteen and the bent mm-hmm. shovel and everything else that would be from a campsite that's just been completely destroyed and has like fang marks in it mm-hmm. and rip, you know, um, claw marks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a really, that is a well-timed, a well-placed um vignette that they have there um but but there's other things too like that giant footprint cast Mm -hmm. there's um that's in the fast pass line right yeah that is yeah Yeah. and then there's the um you know there's like the blurry photos and stuff Mm -hmm. and you're like okay maybe this isn't well and then there's different things like bear bear and lion and gorilla skull like all that kind of stuff Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, there's a reason that's there, actually. We can talk about that next week. Okay. So, as we move out of the the um, museum, we are actually, uh, there, there's, there's a, I didn't write this down, but there's a sign there from the expedition company that was like, eh, forget everything you just saw. Like, it, it, it's safe. It's safe. It's, uh, Yeti's not real. Uh, just okay. kind of reassuring you, just keep moving along. Get, you know, let's get on the train. Let's go. So we do. We move along. And so now we get to that loading area. This is the area. You have the, the, the train platform outside, but this is also part of that uh, where, you're, where you just kind of do a quick switch back before you actually go out to the loading area. And this is where they really use the magic bands, just like, at, again, reference Small World, even though we haven't done a ride through Small yeah. World yet. Um, at the end of the ride, gathers information from people's magic bands and puts it up on the screen. So there's put like your a credit card number, <laughs> put your room number. No. Yeah. No, it, no, uh, it, it just puts says your name. Your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's cool because these used to be static pictures of advertisements of this Hot or that. cocoa and well, we uh, always get the T one and the quote just says hot and then it's your name underneath. That's hilarious. I love that. Hot. Which is accurate about me. So, hey. Oh. So, these were more like kind of like backlit light box um, advertisements. And then they replaced them with actual like screens. The cool thing about it is, is when you're looking at them, it's the same advertisements, except there are, um, they have, not except, with the added uh, um, detail of, you're able to see the what would normally be if they were if they were physical light boxes you would see uh, uh, fluorescent bulbs, bulbs behind it behind them fluorescent mm-hmm. fluorescent tubes behind them lighting it up mm-hmm. and then that would kind of be a little brighter along those tubes than it would be uh, you know mm-hmm. across the rest of it and so now you look and they've replaced those with with uh, TV screens however they went ahead and put in that same effect mm-hmm. as if it's backlit by That's these cool. bulbs it's very cool and mm. I love it and it's got a fly. Yes, it's got a fly that appears to mm-hmm. jump around from screen to screen. It's and and on the hottest of days, it's awful. It sells you on that. You're just like it is gross and sticky and hot out here. I believe that fly <laughs> has a good reason to be. Didn't they used to have a fly in the other old ones too? I don't know. I don't. No? I don't think so because I don't know if there was any way to to animate that. It was. It was a practical. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Wow. You are. 
You are. So as we're as we're exiting this area, we also see on the wall there we see staff pictures um, of the different people with different uh, different positions uh, within the the company or the team, I guess. Uh, and then uh, we now before we actually get to the loading platform, we start to hear one of two safety announcements. So the interesting thing about this is that I can't think of another. Uh, attraction where you actually have two safety announcements before you get on before you get on i don't know the, and get the actual safety announcement right right mm. i don't know maybe if we gave fiona time to think about it she'd she'd come up with something mm-hmm. but hey fiona why don't you go ahead and read us what what is the safety announcement when you're in that uh, loading area expedition everest team members should proceed to the loading platform once on board, please take your seat immediately. Pull down the restraints and secure all gear in the cargo bag. Have a great trip. And then another one, the second one is Namaste. Himalayan Escapes welcomes members of the Expedition Everest team. When on board, please sit down immediately. Pull down on the restraints and secure all gear in the cargo bag in front of you. Thank you. Yep. And then, uh, then we find ourselves outside in the loading area. Uh, and as we're looking, uh, we see these trains pulling in and out. And they are these, the, they are these steam trains that are kind of powered from the very back. Uh, and uh, these are trains that were formerly used to transport tea through the forbid, Forbidden Mountain Pass. And now they are transporting people, people. to the base camp at uh, Everest. At, at Everest. And uh, these are great. These, these are fantastic because these are so... Um, heavily aged they're rusted mm-hmm. out looking and they just they've done everything they can to make this look old old and um, you know when you pull up when it's working it's not always working but uh, when the when the train pulls up there is a steam effect in the back that makes uh, steam rise out of the back but then also kind of toward the front too mm-hmm. as well um, very cool effect um, now uh, do we want to talk at all about this, this this starts kind of this nuanced part of the discussion about front of the train versus back of the train. Well, at the front of the loading area, or the line, not the loading area, because that would be the actual ride, but at the front of the line, you can tell the cast member who is directing guests to the lines that you want to ride either in the front car or the back car. That is, if you want to do that. Um, the front car is really great on the drop. Mm-hmm. The back car is also great on the drop, but the back car is great on the going backwards part. Yes. I I like the back row more than the first row. And I, I used to like the first row more, but I like the back just because it's a little more, like, thrill. Yeah. Like, the, the front is, like, very smooth and... Easy. Easy. Yeah. And then the back is... For for Fine. me, this is this is such a toss up that mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care either. I but I, I do want to sit in the front or the back. I don't necessarily well, want to sit in the middle. I go beyond that, and I just I like wherever they put me. They put me. I'm going to enjoy it. Now, if it's been a while cool. since, well, if it's been a while since I've been up front or in the back, then I will, I, you know, I'll want to mm-hmm. be there. But I'm I'm happy being anywhere on this. I I mean that's true because we go back and do single rider yeah. on this and. But when we're together and we can actually ask, it's, it usually is the front or the back mm-hmm. for us. Um, and the I other love thing I would say about equally. the front is it's also the best picture on the opportunity. Uh, yeah. yeah, for the yeah, because you won't have anybody's hands in your face. Yeah. So uh, we sit down, and then we hear another safety warning, another announcement. That is. Attention, Expedition Everest team members. Once on board, secure all gear in the cargo bag in front of you. For your safety, remain seated with your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the train, and please supervise your children. Yep. Then as we go, we hear this. I ride through pavilion. No. I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. I did that. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> I don't have any more music. I don't have any okay. more things to drop. Uh, you don't have a train? <laughs> I just thought it would be funny. No, but speaking of trains, with the toot toot, uh, we take off and we're ready to... Uh, That's my train. We are ready to go. And now, um, 
Be sure to wave at your cast member. Yeah, wave back, people. Come on. Come on. Nothing exciting is happening at the beginning anyway. No. You're not going to miss anything. Just no. give a little wave. Yep. They're when hard hear, working. When you hear that toot toot, give a little wave wave. <laughs> and then off we go. Now, uh, so when we take off, uh, we, we go basically, we kind of do this this little turn and then we hit a very small hill and um it is a chain driven hill though we do kind of catch the the chain and then we're brought up a little bit and this is always fun you can tell the people who have been here or are on that for the first time because as they go over the crest of that hill they kind of scream initially and then just kind of like and then just kind of peter out (laughs) (laughs) or you're where you just scream because it's because of all the first timers on there and you want to scare them yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so it's not much of a hill and it's not much of a drop it's actually quite pleasant yeah now uh, and then you kind of you kind of do this hairpin around this berm off to your left now um but also as you come down that little hill you do see one of the water features one of the waterfalls Mm -hmm. off to your right which i love that's one of my favorite things about this attraction at least on the outside is the waterfalls um are the waterfalls excuse me but um but also as you're going around you hear actual uh birds from nepal being piped in mm. so there's something that's like ah. something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, i actually have a recording of it right here okay uh, and so that's, uh, I, but here, here's why I like this. Here's why I like that it's not very um, exciting at first. If you were to have a tea transporting train, it wouldn't have steep drops and all these thrills. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it starts off easy enough. You're a little nervous. Oh my gosh, is a Yeti going to jump out at any point? So the fact you start off and it's nice and easy, the fact that mm-hmm. you start off and it's just nice and chill, it's, it's like, oh, that's cool. All right, I get it. I get why you're doing this. But then as you come around this hairpin turn, you actually come up to this this uh, very long to the snow- ascent. Oh, yeah. and, and right in front of you, you see, which looks like in the distance, they use forced perspective, uh, you see this ransacked temple. Mm-hmm. And um, as you're going up through through there, you hear like this amazing... Um, horns, uh, this music that I'm not sure exactly what is making that sound. It sounds like a didgeridoo, but it's it's not. Mm-mm. But it's definitely that kind of droning. Mm-hmm. Love that. And there's a lot to see in that temple. I mean, and you're moving I think, fast, and there's a lot to right, see. I think I've seen something different every time I've ridden through or ridden this ride. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because you see this. You see this uh, this fresca of the the yeti. Uh, you see um, you see again the prayer flags, the prayer cups, the valuables, the offerings, all that stuff. But except it seems to be in total disarray, as if yeti himself has come through mm-hmm. there and uh, and really wreaked havoc. Uh, and then and then as you get through that, uh, if you, as you get through that um, amazing. Um, um, part you you get then to the the trellis uh it's the train trellis and it's basically this train bridge that connects and it's very small i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> it's especially when you're down uh on the walkway looking up at it i mean it's just it looks like it's so flimsy mm-hmm. uh but the train is still slowly ascending up into the mountain pass uh and i love this well Be- and when you're on it it's like sheer drops to your yeah, side to, to your side because you uh, you on your right there's there's nothing and on your left there is like a like a shallow stair set of steps but you don't really notice it because there's no railing mm-hmm. the railing actually in the event of of That's an evacuation would actually pop up mm. uh but still it, 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 you can still see through the bottom of it um, yeah that would be pretty in, uh, intimidating if you're not uh, if you're afraid of heights for sure uh but then once we get up there again it's another anticipation on the drop but the drop doesn't amount to much however there's it turns really cool no pun intended because now you are going <laughs> through this snowy pass you see the snow and the ice all around you as you're going through you can tell you're getting higher and higher uh very well painted this is 
icy blue and whites um, all around as you go through there. And then you're going down, you're picking up speed, and then you come around to the left, and then right in front of you, you see a dead end because you see the bent-up tracks that have been torn up right in front of you. And they kind of let you hang there for a second. Mm -hmm. This is a really great opportunity if you're at the front of the train to look out over all of the parks and see some of the icons from yeah. the sky. Yeah. Um, at night, it's really awesome because you can catch some fireworks yeah. shows. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, if you look out, you can actually see Spaceship Earth. You see Swan and Dolphin. You can see Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. I've not seen anything from Magic Kingdom, um, but... It's there. It is there. Just because you can't <laughs> see it doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs> So, uh, in addition to the torn up tracks, we still see more prayer flags. We prayer we, flags on fleek, and then we <laughs> and then we have everything uh, surrounding us uh, in terms of immersiveness. We have this wind effect. We see the snow and the ice on each side of us, and when it's working, a hawk will come out. Um, well, and I think that's just uh, it's kind of a randomized whenever you happen to be on the hawk ride because they're i've ridden it like twice in a row and one time there's a hawk okay. and the other time there's not and i know so. sometimes it's just not working it disappeared for a while mm. actually uh but but there is wind sounds up there so you always, do feel yeah. like you're very i mean you are very high but it makes yeah. it even feel higher and then Mm-mm, you missed something what there's actually yeti footprints what in the snow. i didn't yeah. realize that they're huge well he would have been there so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, because he tore up the track. Yeah. So we cannot pass through that way. So now we need to go another way. By the way, if you're if you're there, especially during like the cheerleading competitions, you will see this thing littered with hair bands. Yeah. Littered with hair bands. Yeah. I don't know why there just stops and people just decide to, to flick their hair bands there. It's become a thing. I'm not sure the origins of it, but I do know that it, it it has something to do with the the cheerleading squads mm-hmm. that that and dance, good luck. I think maybe it's good luck. Yeah. So uh, well, we can't go forward. So now it's time to go backwards. And suddenly, after stalling out, looking at these broken tracks, suddenly we begin to move backwards. And, and it's kind of a free fall. It is, feels like a free fall. It's a very steep, like hairpin kind of turn, um, almost to the point where I feel like I could pass out. Like, I don't feel like in danger of actually passing out, but I mean, I feel like, but oh, you feel that G force. If, if this continued and if this were just a little stronger, I could see myself pass because, you know, I just, it's almost like if I were talking, I will, if I were able to speak through that whole backwards part, like I would just slow down and my voice would get deeper. It just <laughs> feels, it just feels. It does take your breath away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those. It's like, um, what? mission space yeah 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 if you go on the more intense side that's what it feels like but you know this 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 is another opportunity for front versus back i feel like uh at this point the front really gets whipped around the the, the back now becomes the front yeah and the front becomes the back i mean you still get the effect either way yeah you do but i think you get whipped around a little bit more in the front on this part yeah because all that energy gets transferred up mm-hmm. to the back or the the, the front yeah to the to the tail end of the whatever turn. is happening yeah. yeah um absolutely so then we're going and we're we're free falling essentially and suddenly we find ourselves uh in a cavern we've been in we've been in the mountain but we find ourselves kind of in this cavern with an opening that we could see out in front of us and the train is stopping again it's it's suspended there but if we it's pretty steep incline it is yeah you're you're really kind of leaning down and so it's it's not entirely comfortable you don't feel like you're safe yet and when you look up you see an animation and it's the silhouette of some uh, of your railroad tracks and it shows uh the yeti silhouette uh animate on in there he walks on in he tears up one side of it mm-hmm. and then he swings away i will say that this is another one of those front and back things like when i'm in the back in that room i feel like really on edge like i do not feel safe because like, it's you're in the back of that cave you're, you're almost hearing in a these separate, roars yeah. it's creepy but then in your you're in the front you can see where the drop is and you're like okay 
I'm all right. Yeah, because in the back, you're in a tighter space. Yeah. yeah. Like the last two cars really can, you, you almost have to like duck down a little bit to see the actual animation. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, you're, it's because you're backed up into a smaller space. Mm-hmm. So uh, after you've seen the, the Yeti tear up the tracks and you've heard him roar, swing away, then suddenly it's time to go forward and you suddenly go forward and you emerge from this cavern you emerge from the mountain and you go into this 80 foot drop blasts <laughs> and it not only drops but it twists to the yes. left um it's such a great job drop and it's also and it's the, so uh, smooth this coaster is so smooth yeah absolutely in it that doesn't matter where you sit on it it's yeah. just smooth you don't feel like you're gonna leave with a back brace yeah <laughs> Uh, For not, that one not, time you hit your head really bad. I was going to oh, say, yeah. not until the end, <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Uh, and well, I was on the hill that I hit my head. Yeah. Huh? Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, and here's what I love. When you come around and then you, you twist to the left and then immediately you go back up and they take you into the mountain and then the tracks twist. They bank to the right. However, they've constructed the tunnel that you're entering into to twist to the left and it's such an exaggerated twisting uh, motion. I mean, I absolutely love it. This may be the a, my favorite part of the ride. You're going into this tight tunnel. It's twisting like crazy and you again hear the Yeti roar. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, wow. Yep. I felt I felt like I painted a really good picture there. And I <laughs> gave did. I had it a nice really- pregnant pause and then Yeah. <laughs> You know, it really is a great part because you're going so fast and you feel already out of control. And then to have that kind of visual thing in front of you where you, you're you already out of control yeah, and you're twisting around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's it, what that yeah interpreted <laughs> to. And then, and then we, we, we come out again on the other side of the mountain and we, we do this another kind of hairpin turn thing, except now you do it twice and you're, you're descending, you're descending, you're descending. It's so fun. It never, it never slows down. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I love about it. It's just so fast. And no matter what the kind of turn, they just have a design to where it's, it's not like the kind of straight away and then slow down and turn. That's like a traditional coaster. This thing just has the speed going for it the entire time. Mm -hmm. Well, from the time that you go down the drop. Because it slows it, down a couple times. Right, well, it stops a couple times. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. But you're right. Yeah. yeah. From, from that drop, it just, it it's goes. just about keeping speed. And I think that's what makes this unique, you know, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, then we find ourselves then as we go around this double twist kind of hairpin turn, we then enter into another tunnel. And this is the moment as we're passing through, we, we find ourselves in a large cavernous area and there are flashing lights, there are strobing lights. It's kind of hard to see. It's a little disorienting, but you're really flying down this straightway. Mm-hmm. And up above, then you see up above, you hear this massive roar. You're surrounded by this roar. And, and then suddenly you see it, a 25-foot Yeti. Uh, is that sw- all that is? Yeah, swinging down across. His hand is. His hand is. His massive, body though. isn't. His hand his, is. No, his. Ho- down. Yeah, his hand, his arm, reaching down. We should say it this way. Yeah. Tune in next week for the full story, but we should say <laughs> his hand reaching down, extended, looking like it's going to reach into your <laughs> yeah. car. And it had, you know, he has these just this Trying. long, just hair just coming off his Hairy arm. Just, fingers. It looks, uh, it's so intimidating. It's very you menacing. Just fly underneath it. You feel like if you raised your hand, you could have actually grabbed it. Grabbed it. But I've tried. You can't do that. And then, um, yeah, it's a lot cooler looking at night. It is. Mm Because your eyes have already kind of adjusted to the dark. That's a really good piece of advice. It absolutely is better at night. And the and the well, it's better. And that room is better at night. Yeah, but also the the uh, crowds too over there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's literally a walk on to go on there. Yeah, I I would I would dare say this. I dare you. Okay, is that you should ride every ride 
in the daytime and in the nighttime because they are every i would say every ride is a different experience oh in yeah the daytime uh, and the nighttime and it just has to do with your eyes being adjusted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you get in there. i mean haunted mansion just the 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 foyer alone mm-hmm. the lobby alone is just you pick up on so many more details you, you, you literally see more mm-hmm. you're you're um whatever your pupils are dilated is that it or mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> thanks thanks fiona, fiona. <laughs> helpful <laughs> yep okay, i'm gonna next. have to ask you to to stop talking fiona <laughs> you're hogging the mic we're passing a mic around by the way people <laughs> you know that um and then at that point we finally escaped the yeti he made his last tr- his last attempt but uh, we escaped and we find ourselves back at uh, the tea company at the expedition everest it is uh, it was unsuccessful we were not able to make it to base camp unfortunately warded yet he did he did exactly what he what he intended to do which was to get us from going up there and indeed he did now at this part in the ride i would suggest that you brace your feet mm-hmm. and your hands yeah put your hands out in front of that big old square headrest in front of you you really yeah, should you really should because the stop as as intense of the speed is equal to the stop that they do at this point in the ride and it's like it's like goat puts on brakes yeah yeah it is it's very very quick stop <laughs> yak puts on brakes yak puts on brakes yeti puts on brakes yeah you want to be careful uh and so then you get off and then you go into the bazaar i mean this is this is you know exit through the gift shop kind of thing however this is a Wait, spectacular have, yeah i'm sorry i do have one more thing to say there's two stops there's one mm-hmm. stop right after you come out of the mountain yeah and then it stops again exactly the same way when you get into the station yeah, so that's true. just so remain for braced both. okay yeah. go uh i just i love this gift shop. we spend a lot of time in this gift shop because this is where we wait uh when we're doing rider switch uh two people will go and the other person will stay there uh, usually drinking a golden monkey um and um <laughs> waiting for the other part you know waiting for for the the others to come out and we stand there with liam and uh we've got a good look at this bazaar mm-hmm. and it is gorgeous there are just rich carvings everywhere there are amongst the um touristy knickknacks that they sell you there um there's on the same in the same displays there's like brass plates and bells and prayer flags and all sorts of just really cool stuff mm-hmm. and the that other aren't thing, for sale they're props right. but uh, really adds to it the other thing about this gift shop is it's not your run-of-the-mill disney gift shop it truly does feel like you've just been on an expedition and these are the things that may have been like brought you, back you or, bought the t- yeah exactly yeah so there's so there's all kinds of dresses if you're looking for resort wear this is a place where you can get yeah all kinds of resort wear and it's not over it's not crazy expensive no. actually mm-hmm. but here's what i like about this too is that this is a this this gift shop feels like a bit of a pavilion an epcot pavilion mm-hmm. in the sense that it's in the in the world showcase in the sense that they're not um the gifts are not overly emphasizing ip you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. um it, i mean they do have their share of yeti and everest yeah, stuff I, but i mean that's but not it's, it's not really like a not character the, yeah yeah it's not like yeti goofy or something like that yeah. that they're trying to i mean it's just it really they, is just but they do have some like pins and stuff with donald and mickey and goofy like scared of a yeti yeah which is cool which is cool like in small doses it's right. just yeah yeah it's just the whole thing isn't totally disney out. yeah yeah you can get things that aren't aren't necessarily disney and i think such is the case for animal kingdom in general anyway that's true i've gotten some of my favorite things from animal kingdom and it looks like they're just handcrafted by the people of whatever that pavilion is yeah yep Yep, I love it. Oh, and then the final thing that we'll say about this bazaar is um, is this Yeti puppet, this two-dimensional like Yeti figure that um, has these sticks, and it's it almost looks like something you'd see in a lantern parade, kind mm-hmm. of. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's very cool. It's just it's like one final kind of version of the Yeti that you would see. Um, 
My favorite thing in the gift shop is over by the photo pass uh, where you can buy your photo mm-hmm. and all that. I loved to look at like the old um, f- cameras and stuff mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. there. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Almost like they were left behind and then mm-hmm. brought back down or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That is. We even did an extensive ride through of the gift shop. We did. (laughs) Bonus. I mean, that is that is a ride through of Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. Do we have any final thoughts on this this ride? I think it is a don't miss, and and even if you're a person who's kind of scared of roller coasters, this is a actually a very easy. It's thrilling. But it's an easy coaster to be on because it's so smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's smooth. It's broken up by plot. It has several plot points. And and if you're scared of roller coasters, I would suggest you get in the first car. Because it, it is an easier ride. The only thing is if you're afraid of heights, this is not the ride for you. Yeah. this it, That drop, it, this it's a height thing for sure. Because yeah. between the, the, the trellis that you have to go over... And the actual drop. I mean, you really are, especially if you're in the front. You yeah. really yeah, are you're looking, looking out. You kind of <laughs> hang there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but still, it's. Uh, I love it because it's. It truly is a family mm-hmm. coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, there's enough stops in it. I mean, you just like enjoy it with everybody around you with your whole party. It's 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 not like you know blasting through and then you kind of then just get off you know and then talk right. about it you're like experiencing something there's pauses right. in it which i would say space mountain is kind of one of those that you blast through and you just get off yeah because it's like and it's 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 experienced individually but this is a side by side there are there are pauses and moments to talk about it I, it's a very unique ride and I, it's it a is. really great place to set up a photo too mm-hmm. yes we have is. some of our favorite photos on one thing we did Everest. not say at the beginning is in the entrance of the ride, people just loiter around. They just stand <laughs> and... This is a people... This is a crowd magnet. I don't know why... I don't know. And I don't know yeah. why people, people just don't know how huge crowds just hang out in front. And then to, <laughs> to further complicate things is now that they do rider switch... Um, and and DAS passes. And DAS passes, mm-hmm. um, which, which definitely affects us... Um, you have to go, like, you have to get into line, kind of. And then you have to step back out of line. And then line. you have to step back out of line. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, that's further complicating things, too. So, well, it's... The, and, and people don't know how to, like, move. Just move? Around. It's true. <laughs> like, it... it you people know, like stand... There's a lot of just standing like, around right there. Yeah, and I, But that's where the... Um, and I think that even though it's easy to get on at night... You have to watch the times for um, the river of light. Yeah, thank you, the river of light, because a lot of people stand out there to go into the yeah, river of light absolutely. show because that's where the entrance is. Yeah, yep. But that's also when it the the um, time for the ride is low. As yeah, well, yeah. Because everyone's and trying to get in. Yep. Overall, fantastic attraction. One of my favorites. We are looking forward to next week in our companion episode where we talk about uh, all the all the ins and outs of the history of it, more of the details, uh, some of the technology behind it, the way that they built the actual structures, a lot of stuff. This is a this is a very very deep deep ride in in terms of uh, history of history and mm-hmm. secrets. Uh, but that's it. That's it for today's episode. We thank you for joining us. Before we leave, we want to give a shout out to um, our drum roll. So we had our people mover uh, sweepstakes in which we were giving away a th- small 3D printed model of a people mover ride car. We had a vintage print from 1976 of the people mover attraction, uh, as well as a park uh, celebration style button that said meet meet the people mover uh we we uh, held the sweepstakes just asking people to uh rate us and uh give us a review on on itunes and our winner was lizzie last name retracted redacted not retracted Her her I've last name her last time. name actually went right into her first name. It <laughs> retracted right in there. But um, what if there's multiple Lizzie's listening? 
Uh, well, sorry, Lizzie. It's not you. It's Lizzie. <laughs> uh, the one that left a rating. Yeah. You know who you are. You know Lizzie. who you are, Lizzie. Uh, before we go, real quick again on social, you can uh, get in touch with us and follow us on Instagram at Ride Through Pavilion, Twitter at Ride Through Pod. Uh, we're also on Facebook. And if your Facebook app um, allows you to do reviews, please leave your a review. Your podcast app. Your, what did I say? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Well, you know what? Review us on Facebook too, to be yeah. honest. But <clears throat> more importantly, I think if your podcast app allows you to give ratings and uh, and reviews, please, please, please uh, give us a shout. Give us some love there. We love hearing from you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think that's it. So um, we will be back next week with a companion episode to the Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. But in until the meantime, on behalf of Liam and myself, I'm Jeremy. I'm Amy. I'm Fiona. And we will see you next time on... Right through, right through Pavilion. Hi, Ride Through Pavilion. It is... <laughs>